Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What's Your Fantasy? Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm one of your co-co-hosts with the fun train and the shadow. Hey, guys, how you guys doing this week? Doing good, MJ. Long day, but I'm ready to pod. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, long day, baby. So we had a, a really uh, exciting week, too. Uh, honestly, especially for my team, and a lot more touchdowns this week. I feel like so we're going to go into the thick of things um, straight into our wide receiver Mount Rushmore. Um, now, I did have to throw in some old school players this go around because, I mean, some of these wide receivers to me are just too outstanding. But my first is Antonio Brown, Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson and Randy Moss. I'll, I'll go next because I think you got three of my four. So I also had Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, Megatron, a.k.a. Calvin Johnson. Oh. Uh, and I had to throw a young gun in there. So, of course, I picked Justin Jefferson. But I will honorably mention uh, Michael Irvin and Larry Fitzgerald are my honorable mentions. Oh, Larry Fitz. What a legend. Fun train? Yeah, I was questioning whether character should be a factor in my Mount Rushmore, but I'm going to follow your lead. And um, because it's not Antonio Brown definitely would make my, my top four. So we're going to put him up there along with Fitz. Um, and then two that you guys didn't mention, Julio Jones and Deandre Hopkins, I think oh. over the past 12 years, they are, the best and i think deandre hopkins may have the best hands of all time and i don't think he gets enough credit for it oh he gets credit for me and you baby <laughs> you know it does those are sticky hands sticky, sticky fingers. hands um, uh, i don't know how you don't have moss in your top four though man like it's like you literally got mossed people say it now when a wide receiver makes a crazy play over a dv you got moss. yeah I, I just i just haven't i, I mean I, well, I haven't i didn't watch him enough um it was kind of before my nfl time so i just went for players that i've seen with my own eyes with them That's fair. yeah with those eyeballs um with that you guys great mountain rushmores by the way i think have we covered basically all the positions i mean we're not are we doing kickers uh I think we could broadcast on that. It's, uh, unless it's, specifically I don't, I don't requested. Think it's a Mount yeah, I don't think it's a Mount Rushmore. I think it's just a monument, and that's to Justin Tucker, right? <laughs> yeah, the goat himself. All right, with that, we'll go ahead and move on to our week two recap. We're highlighting three games this week that really stood out to us, um, first of which the Vikings versus the Eagles. And, man, oh, man, Kirk Cousins coming out with three, 364 yards and four touchdowns. I mean... In a game that they were behind, of course, Justin Jefferson going 11 receptions, 159 yards, no no touchdowns. He did get that touchback, which stinks. Um, he, he said he'll never fumble again. He, he won't let that happen again, so we'll see. Addison popping off, uh, 372 and a touchdown. Um, fun train, is he getting – you starting to look his way? Jordan Addison, Yeah. He, uh, I, I mean, I think two touchdowns, two games. I got more high on him closer to the season. Um, just, just heard some legitimate hype and yeah, I, you know, I'm all about the eye test and he's definitely passing the eye test for me the past couple of games. Um, I know Hogginson's done pretty well, but I'm still gonna, stay on my hill that Addison's going to be the number two in this offense when it's all said and done. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely riding out, uh, Addison for the season. Okay. Let's go baby. Uh, TJ, of course, going seven sixty six and two touchdowns, which is great for me. Um, and KJ Osborne getting a grab right there too. Uh, Jalen hurts, um, one touchdown, one INT. Uh, he did get two, uh, push, push touchdowns. Which, by the way, do you guys think that should continue to be a legal formation? Oh, 100%. That's the reason I drafted him number two overall in our Superflex League. Love it. Yeah, Keep it going, coming, baby. It's definitely not enjoyable to watch, but I don't see how you could eliminate it from the game. I mean, it literally, it looks like an, a kneeling formation, in, but it's clearly they're going for the touchdown. So I, I, don't, I don't know. It's definitely, I don't think it's, 
fun for the game, but it's extremely practical, so it's hard not to accept it. Yeah. I, I think it's very fun for the game. Like, why not? If you got an offensive line that can body up uh, any defensive line and you got a quarterback that can, what, squat 600-plus pounds and can just push the line, all for it. Yeah, but you it's know? not like it's been one team. It's been, like, extremely common this year. The Eagles are the only team that can do it consistently. There's been a lot of teams that have tried and they're getting stopped. We've seen it in the first do couple of weeks. Do it that good, baby. Yeah, nobody does it as good as the Eagles. Um, great conversation piece. Um, and of course, uh, this one's a, a side for sore, eye, uh, sore eyes. Um, DeAndre Swift, 28 carries, 175 yards, and one touchdown. And Steven, you put him in his lineup to intimidate me. I thought it was a good play, but... I, I, I literally put it in my lineup for about 10 to 15 minutes. And I was thinking like, my gut is telling me this is the right move. And then I went on the web and every article was just pointing the other way saying, can't trust him, can't trust him, can't trust him. And who am I to think that I no more than all of these avid sports writers. And so I took him out and he did well. He did very well. I mean, I don't, I think he was started less than like 28% of leagues. Um, so don't feel too bad. Don't feel too bad. Uh, Devonta Smith going four, one thirty-one, one touchdown long of 63 yards. It was great. AJ Brown looking pedestrian, but he was, if you guys saw like post game, he was, he was uh, barking at Hurts to get more touches. And more to load. be fair, to be fair, his teammate Penny stole a touchdown from him by holding on what would have been a beautiful yes. like forty-yard touchdown. That play. was pretty crazy. So, uh, I think AJ Brown just a slow start because I think Devontae Smith has gotten more of the looks, probably uh, getting the easier coverage. Um, but AJ Brown will get his. Just you. Yeah. Wait. Oh yeah, baby. And of course, the Eagles won that thirty-four to twenty-eight. Uh, next up. Uh, Baltimore Ravens versus the Bengals. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 237, two touchdowns. Gus Edwards, um, Lamar and Justice Hill getting over 10 carries. Um, Gus Edwards getting that goal line touchdown, though. Um, with this backfield, who would you guys prefer? Guess, Gus Edwards, I guess, because you can kind of guarantee those goal line touches, e even though Justice Hill got two goal line touches last week. Give me Lamar in that backfield. That's what okay. I want, running the ball. All right, fun train? Yeah, I, I think to actually answer the question that you asked, um, I'm going <laughs> to go with Gus Edwards. I think he, he's going to be the more used back um, just on early downs, but I think he can also be used at the goal line. And so I, I think just for consistency, um, he's the guy that you want. And I, I think he can be a solid flex play week after week, you know, assuming obviously assuming no injuries. Um, I, I think you can pretty safely put him into your, to your flex position on a week to week basis. Okay, nice. Um, thank you for that fun train. And also I appreciate uh, Scott's comment too. I mean, at this point, I mean, 10 carries for each of those players, 10 plus carries, like, who knows what will be any given week, right? Uh, Nelson Aguilar getting the surprise touchdown here, uh, 63 uh, yards. Safe Flowers, 462, no touchdowns. Mark Andrews showing up, 545 and one. Great to see him out there. And this Cincinnati offense, though, is just looking back to back seasons with like helter skelter starts, you guys. Um, very slow. And Joe Burrow, towards the end of the game, re aggravated that calf. I mean, he went 222 yards, two touchdowns, one INT. Um, Joe Mixon getting basically every carry here for 59 yards. And T. Higgins, thank you, T. Higgins, getting two touchdowns, eight for 89. Uh, Tyler Boyd, six for 52. And Jamar Chase, five for 31. Um, how are you guys feeling about the Bengals? I mean, it, it can only go up here, right? Just like last year. I, I feel like this is just real deja vu. Yeah, I... I think maybe there's some concern, but I think like the Chiefs at this point, you just can't count these guys out. I mean, back-to-back -back AFC championship games, highest paid player in league history. Yeah. 
I, I don't, I mean, I, I think maybe he, maybe he shouldn't have started the season and maybe they should have rested him a little more, but um, yeah, I, they don't look good, but I, it's just one of those things where I, I'm not, not betting against um, one of the best teams in the, in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, they started the season similarly last year and they ended up playing for an AFC championship. So uh-huh. uh, if you're a Bengals fan or you got Bengals players in your face teams, I definitely would not be hitting the panic button right now. Um, yeah. Jobo, hopefully he's healthy. Uh, but the best way to get, a good offense back on track is to get the ball into your best playmaker's hand, which is Jamar Chase. And yes, I have him in the What's Your Fantasy Dynasty League. So yes, I am biased in that. But listen, <laughs> get the ball into your best player's hand and let him do his work. All right. Him only getting five targets, that's unacceptable. He needs to be getting triple that in a game. Easy. He did get eight targets. He did get eight targets. All right. Eight targets. Sorry. But. He still he needs to be getting triple that in a game. Yeah, but the resident chase owner, everybody. I feel bad for you though. It'll warm up, baby. It's a long season, right? Um, of course the Ravens uh win that going two and for the season, starting two and oh. They win at twenty seven to twenty four, Cincinnati falling to zero and two. Uh and of course our third and final game recap is gonna be the New York Giants versus the Cardinals. Um, wow. Oh, wow. If you guys didn't watch this game, it was a huge comeback. Um, I believe a full, I mean, 20 point comeback, but they just blew up the second half. Daniel Jones going 321 yards, two touchdowns, one IT Saquon Barkley, 1761 and a touchdown who sadly got injured. He's out about three weeks. Uh, Daniel Jones coming up with 50, uh, nine carries, 59 yards and one touchdown as well. And really, it was across the board uh, for these receivers. Isaiah Hodgins, four for 40 and a touchdown. Saquon, six and 29 and a touchdown. Diving touchdown, actually, is great. Um, And Arizona, I mean, really, Joshua Dobbs looked okay. He got rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. Uh, James Conner, 106 yards and a touchdown. Like, the, it was actually great to see. He was looking like a bull in China shop there. And... Marquise Brown, six for 54 and one touchdown. Um, I was actually feeling really optimistic about this Cardinals team at the beginning of this game. And I guess they just, the momentum flipped and they just looked, they couldn't get it going the second half, you guys. But how excited are you guys? Well, I guess Saquon's out. Uh, I guess a question to you would be, are you still in on this offense without Saquon Barkley? I don't know if I was in on the offense with Saquon Barkley after last week's performance. So, no, hmm. I, uh, mm, I I don't want to say they're an untouchable, but they're approaching untouchable team territory for me. Okay, I feel that. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like Saquon does provide a lot of... And he's the heart. He's the heart of that yeah. offense, that team. And I, yeah, I just don't see the, the path to success without him. Well, fun train. How about the cards? I mean, other than let's say James Connor, would you also be interested in, you know, getting Marquise Brown on your team as well? Um, I have to be objective and say no, even though uh-huh. I, I have him on one of my teams. So obviously I want him to do well, but I just, I feel like the Cardinals we saw last week are closer to the real team than the Cardinals we saw at the beginning of this past weekend's game. So uh, again, I think they're uh, James Conner. I think is is going to be a pretty safe play. Um, outside of that, I I still think it's going to be just a roll of the dice with the rest of the team and they're uh, yeah they're approaching untouchable team territory for me as well Ooh, the untouchables uh scott any comments on either team players from either team yeah super happy about uh james connor's performance um it looks like they can still run the ball even if the offense might not be the most explosive in the league um 
Let's see. Yeah, Josh Dobbs out of nowhere, kind of really good game. I don't think many people started him, especially after he got negative points in week one. But uh, Daniel Jones, huge bounce back game. Obviously, they weren't playing the Cowboys defense, so he could actually do something. Um, so that was that was cool. Uh, but yeah, the Barkley injury kind of sucks. I think that's going to hurt the entire offense, um, regardless, uh, just because there's going to be attention taken away from the backfield and placed more on the receivers. Oh yeah, man. Uh, it's very interesting start this season and, uh, man, still don't know where everything is headed. I mean, like, like we said, we just lost Nick Chubb. So this season's off to a rough start. Um, but with that, we'll go ahead, bop on over to the Bumble Rumble. Steven, give us give us some options to match or not to match. Yeah, so we're gonna flip it back to a favorite summer segment of ours. I'm gonna give you guys two players. Um, they will be the same position, same positional player in each pair. Um, but just gonna tell you the age. In the location, um, and of course, the location is the location of the stadium. Um, each of you guys will just say swipe right or swipe left on whichever player you prefer. And then if one of you wants to guess which position, player, whatever it may be, you can do that. But first, just start out by making your choice, and then you can make your guesses after that. So uh, first pair, we got age 28, Baltimore, Maryland. And then we have age 28, Foxborough, Massachusetts. Who are we swiping right and left on? Ooh. Uh, Let me swipe right on Foxborough. I was going to say the uh, Baltimore. We have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's your guess? So uh, I got Ezekiel Elliott for Foxborough. um, And I'm going to go with Gus Edwards for Baltimore. Not a bad guess. The correct answer is Mark Andrews and Hunter Henry. So oh. I assume that you're regretting that swipe, Scott. Definitely, <laughs> definitely regretting that swipe. Just oh yeah, I'm, I'm loving my swipe so far. Um, all right, pair number two. We have age 27, Santa Clara, California. And we have age 26, Arlington, Texas. 26. Okay. I'm a swipe right on Arlington, Texas. Scott? I think I'm going to swipe right on Santa Clara, actually. MJ, oh. you going to take the guess this time? Oh, wait. I think I realized who it was. Is it Tony Pollard? And, uh, and CMC? CMC. That's correct. But... Oh. Yeah. So, I... so is that one regret each so far? Well, so, I you mean, know what? listen, Tony Pollard's been popping I, yeah. off, man. I, I was going to say, you can't, you can't regret Tony P at all. It's, He's been it putting was hard for me not. It was hard for me not to pick the Cowboy, but I, when you said 27, 26, I was like, ah, it's CMC. Yeah, both, both great options so far. Um, number three, we got age 31, Inglewood, California. We have age 30, Tampa, Florida. Ooh, swipe right on Tampa. Swipe right in yeah. Tampa. Yeah, let me get the buck. All right. What's the guess? Is Mike Evans the buck? And Mike... Oh, no. Oh, Keenan oh, Allen. Allen. Keenan Allen and Mike Mike Evans. That's correct. Hmm. Guys still happy with Evans on that one? As, it's, as it's for tough. this year? As for this year? I mean, they're still doing pretty good, but I'd rather yeah, they're, Keenan Allen, just by a little bit. I mean, based on this last week, Keenan Allen for sure, but I think... It's going to be pretty close when the they're season both, comes in. both having really good seasons. I oh, think they they're both the favorites in their offense right now. So, yeah, not a bad choice either way. Uh, number four, we got age 29, Nashville, Tennessee, and we have age 28, Glendale, Arizona. Uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, Nashville, easy. You guys are confident with? Henry and Connor. Yes, that's correct. Yes, Henry and Connor. Yes. Yep, yep. Um, even though Henry hasn't been great, but he's been he's been solid so far. He, but he's uh, solid floor. Time to come. Time to come. Um, number five, we have age twenty three, Green Bay, Wisconsin, and age twenty two, Detroit, Michigan. Twenty two, De- Detroit. Mm, give me the Packer. 
Mm, any guesses? Oh, oh, wait, no, no. Give me, give me uh, the. No, you see, the thing no, about swiping no, no, is no. that you can't, you can't unswipe. <laughs> so you went, you went there. Twenty-three. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a think ghost is in Christian there. Watson. I think, and Jameer Gibbs. No, I or think you it's, wouldn't flip no, same position. position. It's same position. I think it's Luke, Luke Musgrave, and and Sam Laporta. That's correct. Oh, yes. yeah. As so soon you, as I said it, I instantly regret. You made it out. MJ, you made it out. <laughs> Dude, I'll, I'm um, still happy. Uh, number six, we got age 24, East Rutherford, New Jersey, age 24, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh. Ooh. Dude, I'm on the Falcons. Give me the Falcons. Oh. Atlanta, Quick baby. swipe. Quick swipe. Quick swipe. Uh, give, give, me, give me East Rutherford. Uh, yes. Uh, Any guesses? I, uh, 24. Is it... Is it Brees Hall and Tyler Algier? It is Zach Wilson and Desmond Ritter. Ooh, I'm actually okay with that. Both I'm, okay I'm, with I'm that? happy with that too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, number seven, we have age 22, Inglewood, California, and age 24, Houston, Texas, our biggest age gap so far. Oh, shoot. Give me that 24-year-old Houston, Texas. Give me the 22-year-old from Inglewood, California. Any guesses? Is it Kyron Williams and Damian Pierce? It is um, not. Okay, Ooh. my guess was going to be um, Nico Collins and Quentin Johnson. Nico Collins and Puka Nakua. Oh my gosh! Oh, I was sick as soon as as soon as I knew it wasn't the running backs. I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be Puka then, right? Yeah. So, you guys still happy with your decisions there? Yeah, yeah, I am. I mean, both having really good seasons, and again, both currently, I think, the top receivers on their team. So, outlook is good so far. Um, last but not least, we have age 23, Jacksonville, Florida, and age 23, North Englewood, Maryland. Age 23, you said? Yes, both? So 23. Give me the 23-year-old oh. from Jacksonville. Yeah, give me the 23-year-old from Jacksonville. Any guesses? Is it Tank and uh, Brian Robinson Jr.? Would you be happy with that decision if it was? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> both going with hopefully the more high-powered offense. In a landslide decision, Trevor Lawrence and Sam Howell. So you guys mm. made it out, even though it probably was not your guess. Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> and that, guys, was the Bumble Rumble. Thanks for playing, as always. And oh. I will turn it over to uh, Scott with MFK. All right. We are back with another segment of MFK. Um, listen, I'm actually going to do an earth skirt here. Uh, because my original plan has kind of come to fruition. Um, so I'm going with young players that have kind of exploded out of nowhere in the first two weeks. Oh, yeah, um, baby. And got drafted super late in our startup What's Your Fantasy Dynasty draft. Um, so first, we have Kyron Williams, who went undrafted, but was immediately picked up by yours truly. Uh, we have Puka Nakua who went in the 19th round. Um, and then Rashid Shahid, uh, and I will give you the round here in a second. But all three of these players have now gone at least double digits in the first two weeks of the season. Um, Shahid is playing right now and just popped off a big one and is currently at 11.82 fantasy points and half point PPR. So I'll let you guys MFK and I'll get you that round he was drafted. I don't love going all in on someone with little proven experience, but being as you led with our dynasty fantasy draft, in terms of dynasty, I'm going to marry Puka. I'm going to friends with Ben Shafitz. Kyron Williams, and then I'm going to kill Shahid. Um, the targets are too high to ignore, but running backs, shorter lifespan, 
Kyron's had opportunities before that he hasn't taken. So still a little iffy there. Um, and then uh, I think Shahid is just too low in the totem pole right now. Yeah, I'm at a, I actually will have to agree with that. Um, same sentiments. Um, up until Cooper Cup comes back, I think Puka is really going to eat. And even when he comes back, I think he's going to be the secondary on that team. Secondary target for sure. So I had to I had to marry Puka. I have to friends with Bench if it's Kyron. Um, I think Kyron is a great pickup right now. Yeah, he hasn't made use of his his um touches last year towards the middle tail end of the season. But I mean, all this talk about Cam Akers potentially being on the chopping block and being traded again out of nowhere. So don't really know what's happening over there. Um, and Shahid, I'll have to kill. Um, I still love the player. Actually, I, I'm I'm the person starting him in multiple leagues. But yeah, there, there's a lot of mouths to feed. And just in case of targets and opportunities, uh, those that's why those two players are up there. Not so fast. Oh. Uh, so listen, I think your argument for why you married Puka MJ is actually why I'm going to marry Kyron because I think when Cooper Cup comes back, uh, Puka is the number two. Guess what? Kyron Williams is still going to be the number one running back in that yeah. offense. Um, and this crap about him getting his opportunities last year, first of all, he only played in 10 games last year, uh, putting up a total of 26 fantasy points as like a third string running back. Okay. So I don't think he got opportunities last year. This is his first actual real year getting to do the things. Okay. Uh, but I will friends of bench fits Puka um, out of nowhere. Awesome. First two weeks of the season, definitely a great fill in. Uh, if you are a cup owner or if you're not, I think you got to look at starting him, you know, in week three. Uh, if you were on the fence and I don't hate Rashid by any means. I think the other two just have the higher outcomes. Um, I think there are more mouths to feed on the saints offense. Uh, and for that reason, I got to kill Shahid. Just in case anyone missed it. Who did you say that you picked up in our, oh, I, league? I definitely picked up Kyron Williams. Undrafted. Oh, okay. Just wanted yeah. to clarify. But I think my reasoning is very sound as to why I would keep him over Puka. I think Cup will become the number one, as we know he will. MJ, what you got? Oh, baby. Um, so I'm going uh, the opposite here, and I'm taking a page out of your own uh, book, Fun Train. All, All these, these goodies? goodies. Oh. All these goodies, baby. Knew it. Yes, same wavelength, right? Um, so I got Keenan Allen, who had, this is half point PPR, by the way, uh, 29.1 fantasy points this week. Mike Evans with 28.1 and Raheem Mostert with 27.2 fantasy points. What you looking like, fellas? This is a difficult one. And I will I say love I, that I have, I have shares of Allen and Evans and you know, I got shares of the Miami offense, but not Mostert specifically. Um, <laughs> this is very, yeah, this is hard. Um, I, I, I got to marry Kane and Allen. I think he is going to be the target hog of the Chargers offense. Um, he is Justin Herbert's favorite target, and there's there's not a question. Even, I mean, more than, I mean, obviously Eckler got injured, but he's going to get the most targets on that team. Injuries aside, uh, so got to marry him. Friends with Benchifits, it's it's close, but I got to lean Mike Evans. I think Mostert may not have the longevity and kind of stay power that Evans has. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that Devin a, a chain is going to come in and take over. Um, but I think Mostert might slow down midway through the season. Um, I, it, it's tough. I, I, I say that, I don't know if I really mean it because I, I don't, I, he looks, he's looked, he's looked great the past couple of weeks, but I think just going wide receiver over running back, I'm going to take Evans over Mostert. Okay. It's, it's Devon a chain. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm also, I'm also going to be killing Mostert, um, 
he's an old running back. I think uh, he's going to run out of gas, like you said. Um, and I think he is the third best option on the offense at best. So uh, between Mike Evans and Keenan Allen, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. I think I'm going to stick with what I said for Bumble Rumble, and I'm going to marry Mike Evans and uh, French Benefit. French with bench if it's Keenan Allen, but it is very, very close. Yeah, I'm 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 about to go marry Keenan Allen here. I mean, yeah, it took him a little bit to get warmed up in this offense. I, I think they just continue to explode for more points. And at this point, they just gotta sling it. They're 0 and 2. Um surprise 0 and 2, honestly. Tough, tough division though. Um Mike Evans is gonna be my field uh friends with bench if it's um unexpectedly the bucks are two and oh crazy and baker is at least slinging it to his players um so Raheem's gonna be a kill it's gonna be it is a little bit close i mean he's just built for this offense and that's why uh they traded him right traded for him um but i think these other two players have a little bit more con- um i guess better ceiling in their current situations no doubt. Also, just for the record, I think honorable mention, Mike Evans is is knocking on the door of my Mount Rushmore, um, which I know Scott will probably freak out about. But dude is a Hall of Famer, guaranteed. And he's just been been around for fantasy for me and has been a, a, just a great player, just super talented. So just wanted to give that shout out. He's probably top yeah. six or seven for me. I, I get it. And he's had so many seasons in a row with 1,000 yards. But – if we're talking fantasy Mount Rushmore and that's, that's all you know, cause that's like, since you've been watching football, sure. But there's no way that he holds a flame to Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson. I mean, we <laughs> haven't seen him play against each other. How can you say that? He's a complete beast. Listen, it's, it's not close, man. It's not close. Um, I'm going to wrap it up with three quarterbacks that are currently top 10 in fantasy scoring. We got Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, and Jordan Love. Oh, oh. So Russell, what? Kirk, and, and Jordan Love. Love. Yeah. What was the common stat? Uh, they're all top 10 in fantasy scoring for quarterbacks. Um, Sheesh. Um... I'm going to have to go continue to go with like big Kirko. Um, listen, I mean, number one, by the way. Yeah. Crazy. I had to marry big Kirko and then, um, friends with bench. If it's Jordan love and kill Russell Wilson. Scott. I think I second that outright. Um, I like, I just, Talking about the targets, Kirk Cousins has better targets. Jordan Love has better targets than Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, MFK, same as MJ. Well, Wilson's the easy K. That not not really up for debate for me. Maybe in the shocker of the episode, I am marrying Jordan Love, friends of Betch fitting Kirk Cousins. Guys, I'm torn here because... On the one hand, you know, I don't like unproven players, but, you know, I also love the eye test. And Jordan Love has looked damn good over the past couple of weeks. He's looked solid. He's looked comfortable. And he's got rushing ability. So if I had to go pick up a player on the waiver wire right now, both were available, I'm taking Love over Cousins. Love I mean- Love. You're, you're going to give too much hope to Packers fans thinking that they found their new Favre Rogers. Oh, I mean, that's it's too high of expectations there. But, you know, if we're talking fantasy ceiling, I think Love definitely has it over uh, over Cousins right now. But I, I, I agreed on the, the weapons. Obviously, they can't, can't compare. Um, with that, we'll move on to On the Clock. And who wants to take the first question? Oh, gimme, gimme, please. All right, MJ, you ask, you shall receive. Your question is, Calvin Ridley, not, mm. a, not currently a top 20 wide receiver, 
in fantasy scoring due to putting up just four points last week. Do you think Ridley is more likely to finish inside the top eight or outside the top 18 for the season? And are you comfortable if Calvin Ridley is your wide receiver one in dynasty? Oh, ready. Set time. Let me tell you with the, yeah, he had a poor showing. He got roughed around that last game against Kansas city and they have a great defense. I mean, they really do. Chris Jones coming back. Um, I would say it's more than likely finishes within the top eight. And we saw that with the volume he got week one. Um, yeah, Christian Kirk got the, got the looks this week, but Hey, it's a long season, baby. And comfortable with him as what my wide receiver one based on my, what I saw. Yes. Right at the 32nd mark. Yeah. Um, TBD. TBD. Uh, I will say, first game, he looked great. Second game, he made a couple of uh, eye-popping almost plays. But, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I think um, I, would, I would have to bet outside the top 18, but I think the, the potential is still through the roof. So, I like your answer. Uh, go, Scott, uh, Anthony Richardson is currently top 10 in QB scoring after missing more than half of the game on Sunday. Assuming he does not miss time due to a con- concussion or other injuries, one, do you trust him to be your weekly QB one in redraft? Two, would you trade him for Joe Burrow in redraft? And three, would you trade him for Justin Fields in Dynasty? So we got three questions. Trust him to be your weekly QB1. Would you trade him for Joe Burrow, both in redraft? And then in Dynasty, would you trade him for Justin Fields? On the clock. Oh, boy. Uh, so question number one, um, yes, I think I feel comfortable with him. Um, assuming he doesn't get injured. Would I trade him for Joe Burrow in redraft? Uh, probably no. And would I trade him for Fields in Dynasty? Uh, also probably no. <laughs> I think uh, the rushing upside is really good with him. So it's it's a question. I guess that's that that's the the theme is that it's um, you know two questions that you wouldn't think would be even in the realm of possibilities, I feel like a few weeks ago are now legitimate, uh, legitimate questions to be asked. So um, I'm, I'm thinking hard about the Burrow and redraft. I'm not going to lie. If, if uh, um, fortunately I have him as a backup in one of my leagues to Justin Fields um, in redrafts, so I don't have to worry about it. But I, I think if I had Burrow and someone had Richardson, I would, uh, I'm, I may, may throw the, throw the dart there. Um Great responses, guys. And with that, going to flip it on over to Jukebox. Juke. So as I mentioned last week, um, I went to Music Midtown this past weekend. So we got a couple of songs from artists that were at Music Midtown, a couple of popular in the scheme of music but maybe not so popular to our listeners or um us as a group um first is an artist named fletcher who i really had not heard of up until a few weeks ago she is the bomb she has some bangers um i will say a lot of her songs are nfsw not for the kiddos including this song which is undrunk is the name of it uh the song is basically about undoing getting drunk to also undo a series of bad decisions so you can read into that but anyways listen to it listen to the song <laughs> it's a banger it's really good you'll enjoy it so uh what player and or strategy do you wish you could get undrunk with and either not draft or rethink rethink the way that you drafted oh um and either i got this yep uh Najee Harris um definitely rethinking just drafting him period uh kind of regretting it it just doesn't look good Jalen Warren looks better and the Steelers look pathetic MJ dude that's oh that's a tough question man um that we drafted that we feel real bad about 
I mean, I just traded Najee, so that'd just be riding that train. But as of right now, Deshaun Watson, mm, okay. I'm really starting to feel the heat right there. It is a long season, but and he has been facing good defenses. I don't want to give him too overall much credit. Overall, in uh, in startup dynasty, so yeah, it doesn't help. It doesn't help that we're watching the game currently either. <laughs> yes, hey, it, uh, that acronym you use, NS. FW not suitable for not safe for work. Oh, not safe for work. Okay. Yeah. All right. Another acronym in the noggin. There you go. But Fletcher, give her a listen. Um, I found that the this is playlist on Spotify are really great for hearing artists. So this is Fletcher. Click it, shuffle it, and you'll enjoy. And as at least Scott knows, I'm not really into slow songs, and she doesn't have a lot of them. So I also enjoy uh, enjoy that about her. So give a listen to Fletcher. Um, second song and artist, Niall Horn, formerly from the 1D, One Direction. Guys, this dude put on a show. He's just such a likable guy. He was so good, like so talented. Um, just, I, I honestly would maybe like pay for a, for a solo concert, uh, just to see him. He is, he is that good. Um, the song is nice to meet you. Um, Puka Nakua. It's nice to meet you. Welcome to fantasy. Uh, so he is top four in fantasy scoring for the year. 35 targets, which is 10 more than the next highest receiver and 25 receptions, which is five more than the next highest receiver. Are you comfortable rolling with Puka as your wide receiver too until Cooper Cup returns? And once Cup does return, how far does he fall for you? Does he still hold weekly flex value, et cetera? Uh, yes, Scott, you can take it, man. Uh, I say yes, I am comfortable with him being my wide receiver too until Cup returns. And then he falls far enough to not be in my lineup on a weekly basis. So he's outside top 30 for wide receivers for you. Yes. Once Cup is back. MJ? Uh, yeah, I would I would absolutely be okay with him being my wide receiver too. Um, now, I would actually be okay with him being probably a contingent flex spot. Um, maybe an emergency fill-in. But other than that, I don't think... I mean, I just don't know. There's a lot. Like, he's looked so good. And if he goes to the number two spot, I mean, come on, if Cup's covered, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like he'd be a great flex spot af- at that position. Yeah, I think for me, I feel like you either have to believe in him or not. And if, you know, I, I've heard shows say, like, he's top 10 until Cup returns. Um, you know, people think it's legitimate. I, I feel like if you believe that the production is real, and not a fluke i don't see how he can't be a flex play for you when even when cup returns because it's you know if, if stafford's performing at this level and is giving him this production who's to say they can't you know support two wide receivers so i i think again like if you think the production is real i feel like it's got to stay real and he's going to be a flex if you think it's a fluke i totally get not putting him in your flex, you know, in cup returns. But um, I I don't know. It's tough for me to believe that he is a, you know, sure thing wide receiver too, and is just completely gone uh, once, once cup gets back. So um, I I think I'm I'm more so on the, on the flex side uh, right now, just due to the crazy production, but it's definitely, uh, definitely up for debate. Hmm. Um, but great, great responses on the juke and we'll turn it over to Scott to wrap us up with fantasy flash. All right. Uh, we are back with another edition of fantasy flash and the saints and Panthers game has gone final. So we can actually give a complete update for week one. Uh, starting off with our Thursday night football, we had more receiving yards, Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison or AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. And uh, Justin Jefferson 
had one less yard than both AJ Brown and Devontae Smith combined. So uh, JJ and Addison won that one. Steven and MJ picked that. Uh, so you guys got a point there. Mm. Uh, <laughs> for Sunday night football, we had an over under. Um, and that was over under two and a half total rushing yards between or rushing touchdowns between the Dolphins and the Pats. And uh, the Pats snuck one in there at the end, giving them three total combined rushing touchdowns. So Steven got another point there. Um, and the Saints versus Panthers game, it just concluded. Was there a rushing touchdown by a quarterback? Yes or no? There was not. Uh, there was not. Uh, MJ was the only one that said yes. So Steven, with a perfect 3-0 and week, moves him into first place at 4-2, and two, bumps MJ down to last place at 2-4, and four, and hey. the glue in between at 3-3. Three and three. So we are moving into week three already. Man, this year is going to fly by, I'm telling you. It is. Week three. Thursday night football. We've got the Giants versus the 49ers. Unfortunately, Barkley is hurt, so having a Barkley-CMC comparison is not going to happen. Um, so let's go with more passing yards, Daniel Jones or Brock Purdy. And I will tell you, through two weeks, it is 425 for Daniel Jones to 426 for Brock Purdy. So Daniel Jones or Brock Purdy. And Steven, I have already made my three picks, so... I am not changing them. Purdy. Purdy. Daniel Jones. I think the Giants will be playing from behind, and that will play into Daniel Jones's favor. Uh, Sunday noon, we're going with a noon game instead of a Sunday night football game. We have the Texans versus the Jaguars. Very simple one. Over, under, three and a half total passing touchdowns. Over, under. Over. <sighs> Passing touchdowns, yeah, I have to take the over on that. Dang, I also went over. Uh, let's bump it to four and a half. Um, hmm. If I told you, if if I told you between Stroud and Lawrence through two weeks, they have a total of four. Does that change things for you? Hmm. Slow start. I just. Uh, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm just tempted to take whatever you guys don't take on this one. So I'll right, I'll well, take, I'm the under, take the under. under I'm taking the I'm taking the under as well. Okay, no, I'm I'm taking the under too. That's too. Uh, but you literally just said you were going to take what we didn't take. Well, yeah, until you guys did the same one. That's too well, hard yeah. to bet against. Fine, give me the over. All right. See oh, us no. the over. That means it's going to be hey, over. If Lawrence has five touchdowns, I'm happy with that. I'll, I'll concede that one. That's fine. Um, Monday night football. There are two games again. Uh, it is the Eagles and Buccaneers and the Rams Bengals. We've already done an Eagles uh, fantasy flash this past week. So we're going to do the Rams versus Bengals game. And we're going to do more total touchdowns. Kyron Williams or Jamar Chase? I don't want to. I don't want to believe in Kyron because you're so high on him right now. I but mean, I kind of feel like I do. Kind of feel like Chase. I'm. I'm going Kyron. I'll go Chase to be spicy. I picked Chase as well. I think. Uh, oh no, it's Kyron be. might get one, but Kyren. I think this is a week where Chase is getting at least two. So. It's gonna be Kyron. It's gonna be Chase, baby. Wait, so uh, no, MJ, MJ and I did not pick the same. You picked Purdy. I picked Daniel Jones. All right, so there is some disparity there. We will have a new ranking system as of next week, maybe unless Steven just crushes. But uh, yeah, back to MJ to close this out. Yeah, awesome episode, you guys, and um, fantasy just keeps on rolling. I mean, really saddened by some of these continued injuries and a lot of these running backs really and it, part and why they're not getting these contracts right and part of why they want these guaranteed contracts so um so we wish them the best and you know wish all these players the best because they're they're people too and i keep saying that but they are and they're but man we're entertained by what they can do on the field so 
Um, if you guys have any suggestions, any of our listeners, um, just reach out, let us know. Of course, we appreciate you guys. Uh, Scott, you got anything to add? Uh, yeah, I would say that week two was more back to the norm. Um, after week one was very fluky. Um, so hopefully things kind of hold more how this week went than week one, but we hope you're all doing well so far through two weeks in fantasy. And, uh, we appreciate you listening to us and we'll see you next week. Fun train. Let's keep the train going. It's been a interesting year, but, uh, excited for, for what's to come and looking forward to some more spice in the coming weeks. Oh, let's go. Pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice. You're right. It's a pumpkin spice season. Um, and go, go get your pumpkin spice lattes. Um, I tried mine recently from our new sponsors start. (laughs) I'm unfortunately kidding. Yeah. Unfortunately, as Starbucks sponsor, if you, if you want to, we love coffee. Please. Um, and with that, everybody, we'll see you next time on What's Your Fantasy? Fantasy Football Podcast. Sweet, sweet fantasy baby. Mm-hmm.